Welcome to Pros and Cons, a show about random topics. I'm your host, Kev. And I'm Jack. Today, we're going to go into a little outdoor activity. (laughs) That is hiking. One of the best. Yeah. Some people love it. Some people have never done it. And some people feel whatever about it. But yeah, let's get started. So where do you fall on that scale of hiking and going on hikes? I guess I'm like slightly on the going on hikes side. Like I don't mind it. Like slightly on the pro side. Yeah, slightly on the pro side. Like I feel like a lot of it has to do with, you know, temperature, scenery and views, you know, and maybe how hard the hike is. Um, So what's your like ideal setting for like all of those? All right. So I guess I'll start with temperature. This is crucial. Anything (laughs) above like. What would you say, like 80, 85-ish? Yeah. With the sun completely out? Hiking, you're even more susceptible to the sun because it's just, like, directly exposing you unless you're, like, hidden by the trees. You're, like, out there, like, just open to everything on top of everything. You, like, soak in everything. And I don't know, I feel like it also just, like, reflects on you from everything else. So, yeah, I guess I wouldn't want it to be, I'll say, like, 85 and above, I don't think I want to hike. Yeah, I think 85 and over is a pretty good bar to set. I mean, even lower 80s, you're going to be sweating for sure. Easily. <laughs> and I'm like, a, I sweat when it's like 60 out. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's a lot. Especially if you're hiking uphill and if it's strenuous at all. I guess you can get lucky sometimes like you catch a slightly breezy or windy day right and that's like working with you but i don't know a lot of the times i've been on hikes especially here in the west coast like that sun is just blaring and you're lucky if you get like a five mile per hour wind (laughs) like you feel that shit um but yeah so i guess that's like a number one for me temperature above 85 i'm good well i mean that's the bar like the top Mm-hmm. that you'll set mm-hmm. but what's your ideal 62 partly cloudy <laughs> i'm all in because you know like again i mentioned i sweat a lot so partly cloudy or even mostly cloudy like you're gonna get some little cover up of the sun every i don't know 30 minutes or something so you can cool off it's warm enough that you're fine with just a little sweater or maybe even just a long sleeve t-shirt or something yeah or you start out wearing a sweater and then you're hiking, you mm-hmm. get kind of hot, take it off, throw it over your shoulder, wrap it around your waist, throw it in your backpack. Right. That's perfect. Like, I just want the option, you know, <laughs> like how warm do I want to be? How cold do I want to be? You often find that kind of temperature and weather in the fall, mm-hmm. which is maybe the best time to hike. Mm-hmm. Temperature weather wise, but also just beautiful if you're in the right spot, you mm-hmm. know. The different foliage and all of that. I guess we could get into that because there's like different places where you can go. Right. That we are more experienced with. That would be the East Coast and the West Coast now. I'd say in the West Coast, you probably have that ideal temperature anywhere from like January to like maybe May. And then don't hike (laughs) in June, July, August, September. You start to get the good weather again until january again what would you say is like the ideal east coast hiking times 
like mid-september october mm-hmm. probably no hell yeah i mean like you mentioned too the foliage like now we're starting to get into that second level of what we need which is that scenery you know probably the prime is in like mid-october because then you really start to get that turn of the leaf color and all that hell yeah it's super dope especially once you had upstate if you're in the east coast or you just head into the woods like you're gonna see colors that you didn't know nature had (laughs) like so nice yeah even westchester which is just above the bronx and it's not that far to drive up there either Mm -hmm. and you can also take metro north or other stuff from the city to get out to these places Mm -hmm. as well which many people do especially during that prime fall time and all that but yeah like you said upstate is just amazing for it you got the mountains you got nature everywhere got so many hiking options to go to with plenty of views and all that too you got like rivers ponds little lakes everything though like yeah just have it all up there i guess here like the equivalent would be like springtime which is kind of like now or maybe we just missed it like a couple weeks ago it's kind of nice to see i'm kind of mad i haven't like done any hikes lately maybe i should have but yeah um out of the hikes you've done which would you say has been your favorite so far like east coast west coast temperatures scenery i mean that's a super hard question right all right (laughs) so if you had to pick one like to do like on a regular but maybe not attach any like memories or something to it i would say my favorite Mm go-to that i've done on a regular basis and that i wouldn't mind doing on a regular basis Mm -hmm. in general is this one in the catskills where we have friends that have a place up there Mm -hmm. family friends and there's a summit hike not too far from their house and i'm i'm like a level two when it comes to hiking (laughs) and i'm not quite clear on what a summit hike is basically a hike that goes to a summit of like a view or in this Mm. case like a little mountain clear enough yeah (laughs) so basically it's not too far from their place and we just walk over there and it's like a somewhat steep part to go up initially then it's kind of flat then there's another semi-steep part and then it's like pretty flat but upward to the rest of the top and then you get this amazing view throughout the different mountains there in the Catskills Mm. super panoramic that could be like another part of like the hiking criteria how good is that reveal right is it worth it yeah how good is that final view like once you get to the top or whatever it is but I mean some don't even have reveals at all i was gonna ask you right now like if you had to guess right (laughs) of all the hiking trails in the world how many of them are summit hikes yeah i don't know (laughs) i would say that there's a lot that aren't yeah there's a lot that just go through the woods and that's it yeah but it seems like people are usually like attracted to the ones with like a payoff right for sure i mean that's part of the idea of like mountain hikes Mm -hmm. is that you get these higher up views where especially in upstate new york and stuff you can get these crazy outlooks yeah i would say only like that real like you know level sevens and up or those that are just trying to get like a real workout 
they go to like the others were like i'm just here because not a lot of people come here and i just want to get this workout in i mean it depends on like where you're living too because sometimes mm-hmm. you just don't have mountains around you right. you know like if you're in the midwest where it's super flat in a lot of areas you don't have the option to hike upwards <laughs> you just go across in the woods damn for real i didn't even think of that like <laughs> there's states that just don't have hikes or true mountain or hill hikes right i mean la has it also in terms of hills and mountains so there are throughout california plenty of places for mm-hmm. that but there's definitely places where there's none of that or florida or louisiana or something <laughs> like below sea level states <laughs> that's another section shout yeah. out to theo vaughn shout out there's a lot of hitchhiking that goes <laughs> down, but not much of real hiking over there. hey man hitchhiking that's probably <laughs> another segment <laughs> no but yeah that's true like i guess it's something that i take for granted like I've lived in two places that have options for this, and I kind of don't take advantage of it. Yeah. Now I'm feeling guilty, like, damn, <laughs> I should <laughs> go on more of these. Like, from where we live right now, we could probably go on hikes, and it'd only take, like, 20 minutes to get there or something. Yeah. But I've only done it, like, two or three times. Let's get into the pros and cons of, like, the hike itself. So, mm-hmm. for you, when you have gone on hikes before... What do you feel like are the pros? There's, of course, like obvious things like great exercise, Mm -hmm. clearing your head, all that. What do you find are like the biggest pros? I'd say the exercise, probably number one, unless I'm doing it with the purpose of like getting to a view or just want to explore this. I would put that as like a just like a close second, maybe. Um where i'm hiking with this purpose like i just want to see the city from here or whatever it is like the view or you know anything and i don't even know if there's a third i guess just getting out of the house and like seeing something different enjoying nature you know right i mean that's another big thing is that you're pretty much off technology the whole time when you're hiking i mean most people damn that's a good point like why hasn't Verizon just put cell phone towers <laughs> up in hikes? There's absolutely, like, zero signal in, like, 90% of hikes I've been to. That's true. I mean, usually there's, like, no service. Of course, also people, at least people who are into hiking, try not to be on their phones mm-hmm. much in general anyway when they're hiking, unless it's taking a photo or if you get lost or something. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe millennials are going to kill hikes, too, just because there's no uh, phone signal. <laughs> you know, we get blamed for everything. But, I mean, for younger people, it's also a good thing in that it's either free or super cheap. I mean, very rarely do you have to pay, only if you go to certain, like, higher-up places. Right. But, yeah, it's like you don't pay anything. Mm-hmm super easy you don't have to plan ahead you can just do it you can do it yourself you can do it with friends family anyone yeah it's one of the most uh, budget-proof activities for sure yeah it's also like one of those things i feel like people should do more because of this i feel like all my friends or everyone is always like damn no i don't want to do that because it costs money to do this and that and it's like oh just go on a hike right still spending time with people or yeah 
chilling, whatever. You could do whatever you're doing at your crib or anywhere else. Right. Do it on a hike. And also with that and with the idea of like not having as much technology or at all, it allows you to either have more focused conversations or interactions with the people you're with. Or if you happen to be by yourself, it gives you time to like actually think freely and with a peace of mind that you can't get in the same way at home or other places where there's either distractions of technology or Mm. of other stuff going on around you. That is true. But, you know, there's a good amount of people out there that still go hiking for the gram. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because, hey, you know. We'll throw that on the cons list. You know, that that makes the coolest of stories, you know. (laughs) Just up there, you a little sweaty, but with a view, like. Right. It's perfect for the gram. A little great message in the bottom, some some Drake lyrics or something. (laughs) But, yeah, I do agree. And it's anyone of any age can really do it. I mean, even Mm -hmm. older people, it's like one of the few physical activities that you can do to like a pretty old age. All right. So while in LA on the hikes I've been, I've seen people go on hikes on a horse, which is fine (laughs) with their dogs. Fine. Right. It's normal. Yeah. I've also seen people going up steep hills with strollers interesting right (laughs) i've also seen people with walkers yes like the i can barely walk but i'm hiking and that shit was truly inspirational (laughs) and it was like this i want to say somewhere between like nine years old to like 12 or 13 like a little girl that i guess can't walk very much i mean i don't know but damn from what i could see like she had a walker and that was like damn that's crazy like she's going on hikes yeah But yeah, I've kind of seen a lot. Um, How do you feel about the phrase, go take a hike? (laughs) Really random, but it came to my head right now. I'm all for it. (laughs) (laughs) I think more people should take that literally. No, but it's like in a negative connotation, though. Right. (laughs) It's like... It's because hikes are hard and they take forever. So, like, I won't have to see your face for, like, (laughs) six hours. (laughs) And you'll be tired, so you maybe. won't be as annoying. Yeah, maybe you'll get, like, attacked by a cougar, <laughs> which is, like, a story that happened not long ago. I guess that's another thing. I could say for sure you've gone on way more hikes than I have, and especially in the East Coast. Have you ever encountered, like, any crazy animals, rabbit animals? No. Little coyote looking at you weird. No, I've never seen anything super crazy. I mean, you see animals here and there, but... Yeah. I can't say I've seen much on the ones I've been. Just, like, little lizards. I have seen a few snakes, but just a little tiny, like, garden... Yeah. Non-deadly snakes. I do hear there's, like, a lot of rattlesnakes in some of the hikes here. And you can see some coyotes and stuff, but luckily that hasn't been me. I mean, another thing, too, even if you get injured at all and you're in the middle of the woods one if you're solo you're kind of screwed especially if there's no signal but even if there are people and let's say you mess up your ankle or something Mm. they have to like carry you all the way to the exit or whatnot that sounds like a nightmare but i mean again it, it rarely happens but it's a con in terms of the possibility that it could happen oh yeah it's scary like 
maybe this is something where one of the good things about hikes, which is like not having that connection to phones and media, could kind of turn into a con where like if it is for an emergency, you might be on some trouble there. Or even if you go on a hike later in the day and you get lost and you don't have (laughs) GPS and then night comes and also you might just get super hungry. (laughs) <laughs> this is where i start heading to cons like, <laughs> i like the hikes where there's a clear path where i know a lot of people are doing i can see streets <laughs> even if they're far i could kind of know where i am there's like obvious direction on where to go other than that i'm not I'm not the most outdoorsy person well another con for you probably is that if you Wear a certain pair of shoes and it's not the best weather or just even you hit a certain patch of dirt or something, you could really mess up your kicks. Yeah. Rest in peace. (laughs) You have to really have those like hiking shoes on deck. Yeah. At least a pair of beaters. Yeah, for real. I do keep one of those in the trunk of my car (laughs) just for any situation. They are currently very brown from that. Like anytime I go into a baseball field or right. a hike or something, they're coming out. But yeah, I don't I don't carry any actual hiking shoes, which is a problem. Maybe I should invest in some. Yeah, I mean I've been on a bunch and I don't have like hiking boots or anything, but I know not to wear anything that I'm scared to mess up. You have for sure gone on hikes in vans, bro. Yeah, 100%. See? <laughs> Real trooper, vans, hit us up. We would sponsor be happy the pod. To sponsor. <laughs> no, yeah, you're a trooper. I mean, I can say from experience myself, I've hiked in Birkenstocks. <laughs> Not by choice. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, some, some bad mistakes, some bad decisions. You were there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wasn't that fun but yeah um but i mean i would say that hiking overall for me is very therapeutic and i would definitely pro it the cons are there but it's kind of like anything there's going to be at least potential downside and Mm -hmm. to me just everything positive about it the exercise you get being out in nature the fresh air break from technology being with friends or family or being to yourself Mm. like it all is so positive for me yeah yeah i'm gonna have to agree with you on that i'd pro hiking easily there are a lot of cons but none of them are like major most of them you kind of know when you're going hiking like uh i'm gonna get tired or i'm gonna get my shoes dirty yeah i'm not gonna get any calls or text messages like you know all that going in all the other ones, which is like the temperature right, and how hard it is and all that, you can easily avoid those. Just hike within the times we told you earlier. Yeah. And that shouldn't be a problem. Yeah. So knowing all that, then yeah, like hiking, I should make it part of my thing to go on like a hike a month at least. And I mean, for the most part, usually hikes are something you do on the weekends, like don't really have time during the week because even the shorter ones you know you have to get there Mm -hmm. go on the hike usually Mm -hmm. it's like a cycle or 
certain amount one way and then back so right. no, it adds yeah. up it takes long usually leave it for the weekend like hey it's, it's friday i gotta go to sleep early we're gonna hike tomorrow and then you go on your hike best exercise you're gonna get a little tired you know? yeah for sure get home well, saturday evening night you're gonna feel that the next day sunday you know that's when you really feel the hike so that day you're gonna stay home and you're not just gonna stay doing nothing bro Say you play some board games. Specifically, though, Monopoly. Oh, the classic. Bring the family out. <laughs> yeah, that's when you start hating your siblings and parents. <laughs> With the good old game of Monopoly. <laughs> Let's get into Monopoly real quick. I mean, would you say it's undoubtedly the most famous and most classic board game of all time? I'd say, like, without a doubt. Yeah. Easily. Not even... Just in the U.S. I feel like everywhere. Yeah. Again, like I mentioned probably every episode in my country where I'm from, <laughs> the Dominican Republic, this was like the game too. I remember like playing it as a kid and I'm sure that's the same like South America and I can't speak much of like Europe and other places, but I'm sure it's made its way there too. Yeah. And it's also like the game that has probably had the most like, I guess, collaborations with like companies and movies like. Right. Like a thematic spin on the game. Right. For example, in our apartment, we have the Stranger Things version, which right. is pretty dope. Yeah. But yeah, I've probably seen everything. Like Jurassic Park, GTA, <laughs> Super Mario. Right. Like Pokemon. It's pretty easy or transferable to bring in a theme like that and fit it into the game. Yeah, like for the little pieces, you know. You can just pick the main characters of anything, any movie, any show. Yeah. You can name any streets to characters or houses to popular spots in whatever show, movie, TV series, or even like an actual place. Game of Thrones we talked about last week. That's like easy. Yeah. That'd be like a bestseller yeah. in a second. The Game of Thrones one already exists, so I'm sure it is a bestseller. That's a hot ticket item right now. <laughs> I'm sure it's just a game that while you don't play it all the time because mm -hmm. it takes so long i feel like it also never gets old mm -hmm. at least entirely like i feel like i'm gonna be playing it for the rest of my life easily i mean how young do you remember playing it probably five or six yeah not that i was any good i probably didn't even know right. what i was doing but i remember having it like my mom playing it and with like our neighbors and family friends and i always wanted to be the bank that i always remember too even though i probably wasn't good at it that reminds me of bill simmons said recently how he was playing monopoly with his family and his mm -hmm. son who's like maybe 10 or something he was the banker and he kept like stealing money oh yeah <laughs> i'm sure i was trying to do the same like that's the scheme of the game anytime someone pass go or i pass go and i get my two hundo it's fine if like you know an extra hundred gets stuck <laughs> to the 200 that no one realizes you know it's like the easiest way to cheat yeah. even though everyone's like really watching you especially if they know you're up to no good <laughs> right um but yeah as a kid like seems like the easiest way to win yeah i mean it's also the most work though you gotta be doing something almost every turn or at the least, a lot more often than everyone else. 
Yeah, maybe that's like part of it too. You are the player that gets the most action. Yeah. It's almost like in baseball, the first baseman, like even if the ball's not hit to you, like you'll be part of a lot of the plays because they have to throw the first. <laughs> right. But I guess if you want to do other things while playing, like be on your phone or like scroll through Instagram, then you're just fine being one of the regular players. Although I do think like hiking, it's something where you're not on your phone too much. Mm. Either you're watching the banker to make sure they don't cheat Mm -hmm. (laughs) or (laughs) you're just paying attention to what's going on because you want to win. And it's also while it can divide people, especially families, it can also be a bonding thing too Mm -hmm. and something where you are focused on playing together and even just if you're talking about any Mm -hmm. topics outside of that it's still the game is allowing you to focus no yeah this this game is like highly competitive yeah Yeah. like once you're in it you want to win and it's not even just like oh let me roll this number or this and that and get lucky no like you gotta use your brain like you're trying to outsmart (laughs) outbuy like right finesse your way through some locations some houses you know yeah and you gotta take risks and like mm-hmm. decide is it worth buying this property at this time is it worth putting this amount of houses on it even if i go broke mm-hmm. you know what's the most annoying thing though like what do you hate when you're playing in terms of like other people doing or buying or i don't know anything from the game i hate getting a go to jail card and not <laughs> being able to get my 200 dollars for passing go dude Especially when you're, like, about to pass it. Last time we played, (laughs) how many times did you go to jail? Too many. I want to say over 15. No lie. (laughs) (laughs) It was, like, that's not even a stretch. You kept getting, like, the little card you could pick up, and it's, like, go directly to jail. Yeah. Or you would just, like, hit the go to jail um, spot on the board. What about you in terms of pet peeves? For me, it has to be, like, when you're holding, like, two out of like the three locations and for like three turns you're like trying to fall in the spot to buy it and all of a sudden like someone in like one roll just gets it and they buy it and now you're like asked out yeah you have to like bargain or like trade or right try to bankrupt them in order to like get that location but then i mean this is what makes the game longer but that shit is so annoying especially when you already have like two out of the three or whatever yeah for sure the most annoying thing but it's because, like, I barely land in jail or lose money any other way. Yeah. So those are the biggest cons. What about the pros? What's your biggest pro that'll happen during a game? Like a single moment. Single moment? I'd say when you roll a perfect number that gets you past death row, you know? Right. Like where you're going to get bankrupt, but yeah, you just get through it. It's usually that green to blue. And you hit, like, right on go. And you get 200. (laughs) And now you have, like, two or three turns before you get there again. That shit has to be, like, the best feeling. Especially when that row has the multi-houses on it. The mansions. And you could literally be down, like, 1,500. (laughs) And instead you get 200. Hell yeah. It easily could be the best feeling. I mean, you could also say that the best feeling is when you own those properties and someone 
else lands on them and you get paid yeah it's almost like you're in vegas and you just hit jackpot <laughs> like yeah it could get ugly like that's where friendships could end <laughs> luckily i never take it that serious but i've yeah. seen videos before people getting mad right they just flip the table yeah. or like smack all like the pieces off but yeah i guess now we could just like name all the pros and cons for the game what would be the major cons though i mean it's super long super it long. takes forever to play so out of the ones we've played so far what was the shortest one dude i don't even remember because i feel like every time we play we also take a break <laughs> <That's true. laughs> and go get dinner and like <laughs> we legit left this shit on the table and grabbed the car keys and just left for like 30 minutes to an hour to get food and then just continued later on also you know how long it is we finished a whole blade runner movie and we still weren't even close to done with the game yeah we watched blade runner and i think we then played like a one and a half hour podcast on youtube (laughs) and that finished too but i mean you could say it's somewhat of a pro too in terms of the length because it's something where you just get to be in it for that time you know yeah especially when you have like the entire day to kill after hiking like yeah it's the best yeah i tend to like things that like take forever i like baseball games (laughs) i like monopoly hikes like we just mentioned i like golfing which is also another thing that could take like a part of your day so yeah monopoly could get added to my list of things that i like that take forever right scorsese movies (laughs) (laughs) What's another good pro? Another pro? I would say that it teaches you good lessons about how to manage your money, where to risk, where to save, how to interact with other people in a business sense. Mm -hmm. I mean, of course, you know, we're not talking about super in-depth seriousness, but in a very general kind of way. Yeah. I'm sure it's inspired a lot of people to become real estate agents. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, it's true. And most of it, I guess, is just like spending time with friends, family, and like just having fun. It is like a fun game, even if it takes forever. And I'm sure like 60% of Monopoly games have never been finished. Like, people <laughs> just end it after like you know, That's true. two hours. Like Especially if someone is clearly in the lead and everyone just like, all right, fuck it. Like, yeah. This is over. We're not going to come back. And you're playing with like eight people or something. Or however the max players is. Six or eight. I do have one major con though. I like to be banker. I did mention this earlier. They need a better system to like hold the money in a way that it's easy to like manage it. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know why I remember like back in the days. Or maybe it's like the classic one. Used to bring like these slots where like you would stand the money and like it was kind of easier to like grab this version that we have at least like it's a freaking mess like <laughs> i have to use like one of the top or bottom of the actual board game, game box yeah to hold the money and i have to like spread it out but if you like shake it or move it that shit is gonna get all mixed up right yeah i remember there being slots also in yeah. the classic so yeah do do something better about it I mean, would you say that besides that part of it, would you pro the Stranger Things version? Oh, yeah, it's fun. I like any, like, version, especially, like, if you're a fan of, like, it just makes it a little bit more interesting than just, like, the classic version, even though I don't hate on that one either, but 
Because they'll just make it fun and, like, you could play around or even joke around right. about it while you're playing. Um, yeah, and there's all these references that yeah, exactly. make it fun and all that. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I would pro it also. Pro that for sure. So, yeah, overall pro it? Yeah, pro for sure. Yeah, as long as I have a household, I, I want to have Monopoly. I mean, going off that as, like, the last kind of piece, what would you say... It's like the ideal amount of players that you like to do Monopoly with. Top me off at like five. <laughs> Just because then it's going to take forever. Yeah. Now you have less chances of like buying stuff. Right. Yeah. If you got like eight, it gets super messy. I feel like every player you add is like an extra 30 minutes of play. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So like four or five. Because it's fun. You know, the more you have is fun, but then you can also have too much. So I would say like between four maybe six if you have a lot of time like a sunday after hiking <laughs> right but yeah that's it for sure six is like pushing it but mm-hmm. maybe that's the absolute limit that's the most seven i can't even like fathom nah, it's like nah <laughs> let's play something else but yeah other than that easy pro yeah for sure so that wraps up our two main topics for this week Let's close out with our usual end segment. Last week, I gave the con, so we'll switch it up, and I'll give the pro this week. So we were talking about how with Game of Thrones last week, it's like a too big a show, and mm. I don't want to dive in, and i rather start newer things that are not a big commitment. Mm-hmm. And so one Netflix show that I had watched previously when it first came out was the OA. I don't Mm -hmm. know if you've heard of it. Mm -hmm. And it was like eight episodes and it came out like a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. And the second season finally came out recently and I finally started watching it and it's great. So I put that as my pro for the week. I've been really enjoying it so far this has been on my list since like the week it came out i, I think you would like it, it. Uh, no, especially yeah. now with the second season no yeah i'll for sure watch it and that's part of it because i think when it came out i was really into like binging yeah so i was tackling shows that already had like three or four seasons on there because i knew i was gonna get addicted right and obviously it was new back then so it only had one season so I was just like, oh, I'll push it, give it some time. But yeah, maybe I'll catch up on that one. Mm-hmm. I guess it's my turn now. Yeah. What's your con for the week? I'm always complaining here, man, about me and my body. <laughs> Last year, probably around the same time. I don't know if you remember, but I had these crazy pains in my mouth. And it was like my wisdom tooth oh, yeah. was like bugging out. And I started getting pains, and even my face kind of swelled up. Well, them shits came back earlier this week. Oh, really? And it was even hard to eat for a little bit. Damn. Luckily, they have been decreasing. It didn't get as bad as it did last year, but it has been bothering me the last three or four days. And you didn't get them taken out last year? Nah, them shits are staying in there. (laughs) I remember I got mine taken out maybe middle school or high school Hmm. i think it was high school and yeah they like put you under your mouth is super swollen after the procedure Mm. that's a nightmare (laughs) 
But I mean, you do get some like milkshakes or something out of it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Straight shakes for like two days. But yeah, and it's only like on the left side, which is weird. I've never had any other pains anywhere else. But yeah, I've been dealing with that. Word. And it sucks. But yeah. Hopefully it gets better by next episode. <laughs> it will. It'll become a pro somehow. No, <laughs> I'll wrap it up for today. Yeah. So you can catch any of the Cesspool Network shows on Apple, Spotify, etc. You can follow us on social media at Cesspool Network mm-hmm. or email cesspoolnetwork at gmail.com. That's C-E-S-S-P-O-O-L. You can also follow us if you want. I'm Jack Bloom Summer on everything, and that's Summer with an O. And for me, Cove, it'll be same old Cove, just like that. Yeah. K-E-V. So yeah, and we'll see you next week with another episode of Pros and Cons. I'm Jack. And I'm Cove. And we'll see you then. Peace. Peace.